Hey everybody, hey listen, thanks for joining me. And this is what I'm gonna do today. I'm gonna tell you where this whole thing is going and what you can expect to happen just over the next couple of months. Okay, now let's get going. This is what I want you to do. And you guys are pretty smart out there that are watching this already. But I want you to think of this. This is the reason why we need to go straight to the sources instead of listening to just what's on mainstream media and believing everything that you hear. Listen, I have in my hand the actual numbers from the CDC. We'll have it up here for you on the screen too. But here's the actual numbers from the CDC for actual deaths for the first 17 weeks beginning in 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020. And you look at these numbers and you find out the three highest death periods for three weeks in a row were 2018, greater than what we are right here in the middle of the coronavirus in 2020, even greater than we are right now. So what in the world is really going on? Listen, these numbers are taken from the CDC website, their own info. And then you look at the projected deaths. Again, the Center for Disease Control website, projected deaths, listen to this, projected for all of 2020, the number is only 32,000 higher than the actual number of deaths in 2019. That's the CDC website, projected deaths. So if coronavirus was really what people were expecting it to be, then why does the CDC have this on their website? If the coronavirus really is what we're being told, then listen, if we've really had 80-some thousand deaths by it, then the number should have skyrocketed on this chart that my friend put together based on the numbers that we have from the CDC. So what in the world is really going on and where is this really going? Again, those are facts. You can look at them yourself. You need to do your own research. So let's see what the Bible tells us about what's really going on. I'm gonna put this all together. Why in the world we are going through what we are going through. This is what the Bible tells us. Revelation chapter six, what you and I can expect in the future. First four horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh, the first one is a, a horse that comes in representing peace. The next one is war. And then you have the third horseman of the apocalypse. And the Bible says this, when he, the Lord, opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come and see. So I looked and behold, a black horse and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius and do not harm the oil or the wine. What the Bible tells us is that there's a great economic collapse that's coming in the future and a massive famine that is gonna be extremely destructive affecting the world. And then this goes on to say with the fourth horseman, when he, that be the Lord, opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, come and see. So I looked and behold a pale horse and the name of him who sat on it was death and Hades followed him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword, with hunger, with death and with the beasts of the earth are also known as pestilences. So you look at what's coming, there's a great famine that's coming, there's an economic collapse that's coming, there is plague that is also coming, and I start to consider all of these things, and I cannot help but to wonder the direction that everything is going, and I'm going to tell you this, this is what's happening right now. Our fears are being played like a fiddle, so people are using the apocalypse apocalyptic terms, saying we're in the, the time of the tribulation period. Listen, we are not in the time of the tribulation period. 
but there are certain world leaders that know that you can manipulate the people by playing into their fears. How are our fears being manipulated right now? Not just with the COVID crisis, but listen to this. Governor urges using virus to peddle a solution to climate change. Washington State Democratic Governor Jay Inslee, who ran for his party's presidential nomination on a climate change agenda, sees the coronavirus pandemic as an opportunity, this is a quote, to peddle a solution to climate change. Wow, this is the direction things are going, right? Playing on our fears. Vatican ties virus rethink to Pope's environmental appeal. The Vatican is marking the fifth anniversary of Pope Francis' in environmental encyclical. That was one I quoted in my book, America in the New World Order by calling for the world to map out a sustainable, get this, post-coronavirus future that considers the plight of the hungry and the poor. Post-coronavirus. Listen, have you noticed all of the talk about impeachment now? That's because uh, the, the powers that be, the globalists, realize this coronavirus thing is coming to an end. They're not able to claim that anymore. So now what is it? Let's impeach the, uh, let's impeach the president again. Let's go back to that. And also getting back to sustainable development, bringing climate laws. Francis has made protecting the planet one of the hallmarks of his papacy and in 2015 issued that uh, in, uh, his uh, landmark encyclical. Praised be to lay out his appeal in the most authoritative teaching document a pope can pen. In it, Francis denounced the perverse, get this, economic model that allowed, allowed the wealthy to exploit the poor and turn the earth into an immense pile of filth. Two things. He's, he's not talking about turning the earth into an immense pile of moral filth. No, he's talking about climate and how we have destroyed the climate and it's Mother Earth and all of this garbage. Listen, the Bible warns, Romans chapter 1, that the time is coming when God gives people over to judgment. It'll be that time when they're worshiping, worshiping the creation rather than the creator. They're worshiping the planet rather than God himself. That's what he's talking about, being an immense pile of filth. Not moral filth, it's not worshiping the creation. That is what the Pope is talking about. And then he also talks about how uh, this uh, economic model allowed the wealthy to exploit the poor. Listen, that is happening more and more and more. And what Pope Francis promotes actually encourages that even greater. But it doesn't stop here. You need to understand where this is going. Uh, this is from Zero Hedge. The sun has gone into lockdown and the strange behavior could worsen global food shortages. Listen to this. At a time when the world is already being hit with a major crisis after major crisis, our sun is behaving in ways that we have never seen before. For as long as records have been kept, the sun has never been quieter than it has been in 2019 and 2020. We are being warned that we have now entered into a very deep solar minimum. Unfortunately, other very deep solar minimums throughout history have corresponded with brutally cold temperatures and horrific global famines. And of course, this new solar minimum comes at a time when the UN is already warning that we are on the verge of biblical famines around the world. So we better hope that the sun wakes up soon because the alternative is almost too horrifying to think about it. 
Without the Son, this goes on to say, life on earth could not exist, so the fact that it is behaving so weirdly right now should be big news. So you hear this, this is what's happening. Our fears are being played like a fiddle. We have coronavirus, and now we have this, all the climate change. Listen, this is what's going to happen. Climate change laws are coming. Agenda 2030 is, is coming. Listen, the goal is to transform this world, bring about the new world order, the global government, divide the, the world into 10 different regions, and the goal is to have it all done by 2030. That's 10 years from now. That is what Agenda 2030 says, and they're going to use climate change laws to do it. You can look at the Agenda 2030 yourself, go to the UN website or other websites, you can find out the information. The facts are there. So when I look at the Bible, I think, okay, are we there in Revelation chapter 6, the tribulation yet? No, we are not, but they're saying biblical proportions of absolute catastrophe. That's what they were saying about coronavirus, remember? Biblical proportions, absolute catastrophe. Plague's going to wipe out the planet. Listen, our fears are being played. What did Jesus say about our fears? Real simple. This is exactly what Jesus said. And there will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars. And on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity. The sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts will fail them from the fear and expectation of those things which are coming upon the earth, and the powers of heavens will be shaken. Wow. However, goes on and says this, then they will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. Then Jesus said, when you see these things begin to take place, Look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Listen, all of these things give us great hope. Our fears of what's coming upon the planet, that's what is being preyed upon right now. But we know ultimately Jesus is coming again. And these things right now are being used to manipulate the masses. Don't lose hope. We are not in the tribulation. These are not that biblical proportion yet. Jesus is coming. Look up. Your redemption draws near. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.